Hirschman, and this is Jean Miller, and we are living it up, and we really are living it up, and right, and up, up means for us, you know, living a high vibrational life as consistently as possible, so that we are choosing to live in a high vibration every day, and we're not allowing you know, ourselves to slip down into like def old default settings, you know, old ways of being where we just allow ourselves to be in lower vibrational states, you know, without, without any kind of intervention. So living a high vibrational life means that you have tools, right? And mm -hmm. you know how to get to a high place, how to get to a place that feels like you're in the light and in the joy and in the peace and in the good of life and be able to maintain it. And I think that is a key factor of what, what, you know, is, uh, what this show's about and what we want to help other people with and build. It's a skill. It really is. It's a practice. It's a daily practice on how to get to the mountain and stay on the mountain. Yeah. Right. Oh, and Maddie is with us today. Our special guest of every of every podcast and Gilly too and Gilly's here he's lying here you can't see him but he's here he's present and available when <laughs> when needed <laughs> I have something to say already good so talking about that <clears throat> keeping ourselves in that place because I feel at times I have claimed in the past that I'm more tired than other people I'm like I'm more tired than you mm -hmm. but I did start changing that last year um, through, you know, different modalities and I'm always studying and I do frequency work with this woman that rocks my world. But for instance, I just had a birthday. Mm -hmm. Yes. Celebration. And it was, I had a wonderful time. It was lovely. My best friend that I grew up with came in town for the week and we had, she hasn't been at my house for that long. She's got tons of kids. She lives in another state. So she was here for the entire week. The event happens. It's very small. Event is a big word for what that was. No, it was amazing. It was special. It was, it was really special. And people seemed to have a good time, told me they had, it was just lovely. So the next day I dropped her off at the airport and I cried. You know, it hit me like a boom. Mm -hmm. And then got back to the house and was just strolling around the yard and remembering the people and hearing and processing the whole thing. And I really had a moment of a choice to be sad. And then I was like, well, hang on. What if I just sit in all the love that people shared and gave and mm. grateful that she was here and helped me go through things and change my art like I've been wanting to do for the last five years. and. And then it completely changed from sadness to still like a weepy, but it was joy. And, and it was a real choice. And I just was like, oh, glad I got that. Because then the whole day was just so different. Even just laying on the couch and staring off in the space and processing and looking over and seeing people in my life that I love so much that showed up and seeing them loving each other. It was just, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah, and you know, I love that you said it's a choice because it's always a choice. It's a choice every single day. It's a choice the minute you wake up in the morning, you know, to choose like what kind of day are you willing to have? Because that's mm. really what it's about. Yeah. It's about allowing, 
it's not about trying to make something happen because it's already happening, you know? Yeah. The day is already good. It's just whether or not you're going to be open and available to that good. Yeah. So it's about getting out of the way, which is getting all of our negativity out of the way, out of the negative thoughts. And that's what you did. You saw two roads out in front of you. Clearly. And this is how I, how I see it on a daily basis. You always have two roads out in front of you. You have one road that is filled with rose petals, mm -hmm. right? No obstacles, no challenges. It's a day, it's a road of fulfillment. It's easy, it's graceful, okay? Then you have the other road right next to it that you have, you can choose. And it's a road filled with, you know, it's got boulders and broken glass, and it's a road filled with obstacles and challenges. And that's a choice too. You always have those two roads out in front of you, and it's up to you to choose the, the road with the rose petals. You have that in front of you. And so, all day long. All day long, every day, and no matter what goes on, circumstances outside of you, you still have control over this. You still have the choice of which path you're gonna choose. So in that moment, when you were reflecting, you know, you thought, oh, here's the two roads, right? I can take the one that puts me down in the doldrums, that makes me feel crappy, you know, that lowers my vibration, and then I know what the day is going to feel like. I know how, you know, you know. Or I can shift gears, and I can go onto the path with the rose petals right now and relish the good and think, you know, have your thought, fill, your mind filled with thoughts of love and truth. And, and then, like, simmer in that feeling. Yeah, because the feeling, the vibration, that's what's... That's what's nice. That's what's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So you have the power. You have the power. You know, the, the circumstances don't have the power. You have the power. And you do get to choose every day, all day long, what your experience is going to be. So if you want to live a high vibrational life, you have to choose that. You have to choose that path with rose petals. It's always there. It's always there no matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if somebody's died in your life. I mean... No one would blame you for choosing the path of pain and suffering. Sure. Nobody would blame you. But the reality is you still have that other choice. You mm -hmm. still have the path of, like Katie's saying, reflecting on the good, reflecting on the love. That's also an option, and that's a really good option. <coughs> oh, Maddie has a lot to say about that right now. <laughs> Which path is he choosing at the moment? Okay. He's choosing to protect us. He's choosing, yeah. Okay. I can accept that. <laughs> yeah. Or there might be an edit. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. There might be an edit. We, we're just going to flow with it. But, uh, and Gilly's here going, I think you should edit, honestly. And, and Gilly, this is a time and when we can do you wanna really connect. Do you want to see the out. audience? I no, wanna, I'd rather take Maddie's bed is what he I said. I want to so. give Gilly some love, but I'm not allowed to when Maddie's around. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, Maddie's like mm, a little possessive. Um, so I'm really glad you told that story. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And um, and it is an exercise. It's a master class every day, you know? Yeah. And you showed self-mastery in that decision. Thank you. That's a big deal. And it is a muscle you have to you know, constantly exercise because it's easy to fall into the low vibrational frequency. Well, it's like full forgetfulness because it's not like I, I'm perfect and I can do it all the time. 
but I, I do choose it. I thank you. I do choose it so often that I'm I am able to catch it. But you know how sometimes you're reminded of something and you think, wow, how could I have forgotten that? It's just like the veil of forgetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. A, this is an exercise in staying awake. You know, yeah. and staying mindful. And but the payoff is really big. You know, and and for me, I you know if I stay up too late, have too many drinks, or just don't give myself enough break. If I'm out of balance with my schedule, my to-dos, my socializing, I have to take care of my body to keep myself vibing higher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do have a sensitive constitution. It's turning out to be a good thing, but I, I, I'm a sensitive girl. Yeah, I mean, I think you're an empath, right? Yeah. And, you know, do you have a good definition of empath that you want to share? Well, when it was, when I was not mindful of what it was, so just growing up most of my life and through my 20s and 30s, people that I love or really connect with or I'm listening to someone share a story, I can feel the feelings that they're mm -hmm. talking about. And that's was also my way to bridge the gap and, you know, try to help if they're asking for my help and we're going through it and they're telling me the story to the point where I could say like, okay, wait, are they really tall? Do they wear a lot of orange? Do they limp? Mm -hmm. You know, like really get a sense of and, and then I would be told, yeah, I would get confirmation. Yes. And so that's, I mean, I could really feel the journey that we were going through. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, well that's, you know, maybe that's somewhere that you can make a choice. Yeah, and I think it feels compounded for uh, some an empath, and we're both empaths, mm. you know, where you can take on the feelings easily of the world or other people, oh, where yeah. you're sensitive and you can feel what's going on on other levels that most, you know, a lot of people are not connected with. And you can get accused of being too sensitive, like especially as children. Oh, for sure. You know, right. a lot of children that are accused of being too sensitive um, turn out to be empaths, which is a gift and a yeah. blessing because it's great to be that connected. But if it also gets in the way of your everyday life where, you know, it puts you down in the pit. Which it certainly did. Right? If you don't have a certain level of control over it yeah. and it's running you then it becomes you know an impediment versus a gift so yeah. um, but I do overall see it as a gift you know and the other thing is you can get sick from taking on feelings from other people you I've literally gotten sick at times and gone wait this isn't mine this isn't mine yeah I remember my brother <laughs> my brother and I were talking one day and he's on the other side of the country and he said, oh, my God, I've been having this pain in my wherever. And I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was a weird thing, like left rib or something, something kind of odd. And I had been feeling a pain in my left rib all week, right? And I had been telling my wife, like, I have this pain in my left rib. I have no idea. I didn't do anything. And then he tells me this. And I'm like, this is your pain. What am I doing with it, you know? But the, the good news is you do, once I made that connection that it wasn't my pain, it went away. Did it go away or did you like do a thing? Did you like I, say anything or? It, I, I always wheel. do have a process, yeah. but I'm sort of not always aware of it because it's so fast. Yeah. 
But I just basically say, oh, this is not mine. I don't need to have this. Yeah. Okay, so I'm letting that go right now. Plus, then your mind also shifts from what's wrong with me, what's going on, like all of the different thoughts that you have when you ha experience something physical. You know, you start, your mind goes, what's going on? Is this something bad? You start, you know, thinking I rarely do that. Oh, good. I don't go there unless it sticks around. Okay, I, right. I let it, I, I'm just like, okay, release that, let it go. I kind of sort of open up, try to lengthen my, my skeletal system and see it blowing out. And then I'll like drink water and I don't give it too much attention unless it's just like, yeah. See, I was thinking it was mine, right? Yeah. And I had had it for a week. So I was doing the inner work around, why do I have this pain? What's going on for me? Mm. How can I release that? So I was doing it, but it was kind of hanging on, right? And then he calls me and tells me he has this pain, and I'm like, oh my God, this isn't mine. That's what's going on, <laughs> you know? So I always assume it's me, right? And yeah. so um, anyway, then I was able to let it go very quickly, like that day, it yeah. was gone. Um, but that's the kind of thing that oh. happens to empaths. Like it's not always your thing. I pick up my mother's stuff constantly. Yeah. Yeah, we were together yesterday, day before yesterday. And I just, you know, she'd be talking and then boom, she'd be talking about her and I, I get like pulses or I'm like, oh, that, I pick up all her stuff. Mm -hmm. We're very connected. So don't I, play Pictionary with us. We <laughs> will win. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. She, I, I, we'll just look at each other. I'll be like, oh my God. And then she'll put the pen down real and say Bernard. It's you know we're going to get messages for people who want to play Pictionary with you, right? Let's go. We're going to get those messages. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I love games. I used to hate games. Turns out I didn't hate games. That's a strong word. <laughs> but, yeah. I dislike them strongly. Yeah. But I, I, turns out I like them. Okay. Mexican Dominoes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes Have yes, you yes, tried yes. it yet? Or? Yeah. Also called Mexican Train. Mexican Train Dominoes. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Firestar who... Um, told me one day that she had learned this game, Mexican Domino, Mexican Train Dominoes, and loved it, and was addicted, and wanted to teach us how to play. And she comes over, teaches us. We had the best time, and now I'm truly a Mexican Train addict, I guess. I guess you can call it. I love it, and I've taught my niece, I've taught other people, and everybody loves it. Everybody's hooked on it. So I don't know, we're not like paid sponsors for Mexican Train Dominoes, but I just wanted to share. <laughs> It's such a joyful, fun game, Absolutely. and it's easy, and anyone can do it. Okay. Um, segue. <laughs> segue to urinary tract infection. Okay. Now, oh yes, I wanted to share with you. So I literally almost never get sick, and I'm not kidding. I just don't. Right? Yeah. Um, and for the last week or two, I've been experiencing something there yeah and because I've never had one I didn't know what it was right <sighs> but what I you know I watched my mind go to what's going on like this is not me so I'm sharing this with you as a process as a way for you to you know kind of get under a process of how to heal yourself right so the first thing I mean I have thoughts that work for me and I have thoughts that work against me, but I have to stay mindful and then I fuel the ones that work for me. But the, you know, I'll, I'll be completely transparent about it. 
I was like, what's this? Oh my God. Yeah, when it's there, it's like, <laughs> you know, I pay attention. Right. So I, I had kind of uh, a spattering of, positive, of thoughts of like, what is this? And not really making it mean much. And then other thoughts of going to doomsday, right? And mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. And then I was like, okay, what is this about? You know, and I know enough about healing to know what, what it is. And urinary tract infections are generally what I call pissosity. So mm. <laughs> it's being in a state of pissosity. Um, and, you know, one of my friends who's also uh, a spiritual practitioner said to me, are you pissed about anything? Right. And I immediately went, I don't think so. I don't feel connected to that because I didn't. I didn't really feel connected to it. Okay. I felt, I think I felt sad that I was going through something, but that was about all I could get at the time. But I trust, I trust that I know uh, how to heal. So I was like, okay, Donna, what if you are pissed about something? What would that be? That was what I asked myself. Mm-hmm. Could it be possible that you are pissed? You're just maybe not in touch with it. Maybe you're, you know, covering it up. Maybe you don't want to be pissed. Maybe you're For uncomfortable sure. with being pissed because a lot of people are uncomfortable with anger. And so they don't allow their anger, um, you know, they may direct it to themselves, but they don't allow it out. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, um, my mother taught me. My mother is somebody who lets her anger out, right? When I was younger, she let her anger out, right? Yeah. In ways that probably weren't the most productive. But one thing I learned, and she's 91 now, okay? I always said, my mother's going to live a long life because she knows how to get her anger out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Um, but Ooh. there's also healthy ways to get your anger out. Yeah. You know, there are d- unhealthy ways and there are healthy ways. There's ways where you take it out on other people, blame other people, blame situations, events or whatever, um, and just stay in a state of rage or whatever, or reaction. Um, or there's allowing it to come up, recognizing it. You know, a way to do it is you put, you, you envision a chair in front of you, an empty chair, and you put your anger in that chair and you ask it to communicate to you you know what is it here to teach you what does it want you to know and basically every feeling just wants to be acknowledged and heard and once you acknowledge it once you hear it once you allow it to have its moment yeah it will pass it passes very quickly in fact when it doesn't pass it's because we're avoiding it neglecting it you know, pushing it down, mm-hmm. that's when it'll hang on forever, right? Sure. And that's when it'll show up in the body. And that's Gosh. what happened with me. So I was not even paying attention. I was totally disconnected from my anger. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Okay. So when I really started to sit with it and ask the questions, like, could you be pissed? I was like, okay, I could be pissed. Okay, what what could you be pissed about, right? then all of a sudden things started to come up and I was like I really am pissed like I am so pissed right now you know and I was basically throwing an inner tantrum without me knowing it and my body was reflecting my pissosity that's what got it got my attention yeah so I started body talks to you it does it's a teacher and it it informs you it informs you when you're out of alignment and so, right. um, 
I really started to work with what I was angry about. Now, what this is a bigger story, but I think it's a very important one. What was happening was some really old stuff was getting triggered for me. Old, like childhood stuff. And I didn't even know it. That's, that's what I mean. Like, I had some stories running from childhood that haven't really gotten triggered in a long time. So they're easy, you know, they're kind of easy to bury. Because if you don't have something, a catalyst happening in your present life that brings it back up, you know, you bury it. It's just there, right? So it came up. It came up. And I saw things I had never seen. Like I had never really truly acknowledged. And um, so the urinary tract infection in this case was a giant, you know, opportunity yeah. for me to heal some very old stuff that had been laying there latent, yeah. operating in my life without me knowing it, right? And just getting triggered every once in a while. Super unhealthy. And this is a time I'm really aware right now in the universe that this in particular is a powerful time of transformation for us to reveal and release old stuff that is in the way of the light. So when we talk about scaling the mountain and living a high vibration, let's say that's a hundred. Let's give it a number, okay? Yeah. So you're living, when you're on the mountaintop, you're at a hundred. You're filled with light and joy and wholeness. You know who you are. You know your divine perfection. You know your goodness. You know you're filled with unconditional love. You're, you're from an endless supply of good and that you are the light and that nothing can come nigh your dwelling place, it says mm -hmm. in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. When you're in that space, you're like Teflon. Mm -hmm. Anything could happen. Anyone could say anything to you and you're going to just be in the light. Mm -hmm. That's what the goal is. It's not to, by the way, avoid negativity, as many people think it is. You know, oh, I got to avoid this person. I got to avoid this person because they don't believe what I believe or they're, you know, caught in drama or whatever. I want to say for the record that sometimes on your scale to the mountaintop, as you're learning to allow the light and stay in the light and you're learning how to stay in the light, Mm -hmm. Sometimes the inclination is to stay away from negativity because you want to protect the yeah. light that you have, right? And you think you have to. You see that negativity as a threat to it. But that's not what we're here to do. Right. We're here to climb the mountain, stay in the hunt, be in the hundred, know who we are, and not avoid negativity. Yeah. Because we are the light. The light transmutes negativity. Okay? So we, if you're truly in the light and you're standing in the light and in the truth, you should not be that easily affected by other people's negativity. In fact, you should be in a state of compassion and connection and oneness and unconditional love, where if somebody comes into your field of awareness who's uh, in a state of negativity or drama or whatever, that you hold the light for them. You hold the space for them. You are seeing through their behavior, through their um, you know where they are in consciousness at that moment in time. You're seeing their divine perfection that's the goal yeah okay it's not to avoid negativity it's to transmute it so you want to get so strong in your own light and so confident that you know how to stay in it that you are not afraid of negativity that you almost see it as an opportunity yeah to be of service you know 
not that you seek it out, but that you, when it comes your way, you still stay in your happy place and in your zone. And to get to that place of truth, to get to that hundred, that is when you're scaling the mountain to the light, mm -hmm. okay? Oh, I'm getting, I wanna, I wanna share with you that while I was in this process of doing this healing work, I had such an epiphany. I had such what I call piercing the veil of illusion. Mm -hmm. I pierced this entire veil, okay, this world thing that we're in, the world of effect. I pierced it. And it wasn't just for a second. It wasn't just for a moment. Mm. It was for a while. And I was literally living you want to say the other side, but it's not the other side. It is here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's here. It's just that we're blocking it. The light is so here. The good is so here. The love is still is so here. And I, what happened was I was sitting in meditation, and all of a sudden, in the middle of this urinary tract infection, and I sat in meditation because I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I wanted to heal it, and I was sincerely wanting to do that work. And I sat in meditation. And all of a sudden I noticed, while I had my eyes shut, that this giant smile came on my face and I couldn't stop it. Like, I wanted to say, do you ever feel like you, you, you can't smile big enough? Like, oh, yeah. this smile came out of me and I could not wipe the smile off my face, right? Yeah. And I just allowed it and I trusted it. I didn't get into my head to think about it. I just went with that. I went with the joy that was all of a sudden there, happening, happening right? And all of a sudden, all I could feel was gratitude, like this unbelievable mm. gratitude, like I had never felt in my entire life. And everything was so clear to me, like so vivid, clear. And it wasn't high. I wasn't on drugs or anything, okay? <laughs> this was what happening without drugs, okay? Without any kind of anything. Yeah. I was living in this state of complete awe and bliss and gratitude and tears started to flow down my face. Of, I just, all I could do was feel with gratitude. That's all I can say about it, right? Yeah. And Robin was there and we were away and I was meditating, she was taking a nap and when she woke up, I had to share with her because I, I couldn't contain oh, it. Yeah. And I was like, I, I had to share this with her. And I was in such a heightened state of awareness and truth. And all I could say is, I don't want you to miss it. I don't want anyone to miss it. I want, you know, like, we're missing it. We're missing it. If we spend one minute feeling in a low vibrational frequency because of the news, because what this is happening and that happening. When I was in this state of awareness, I realized none of it mattered. None of that mattered, that this reality, this truth that I was feeling and living in that moment is that path with the rose petals. Yeah. It is that path that we have available to us every single day. If we follow the path, if we allow the path, if we don't get lured to the other path and we just surrender to that love, we will arrive in this state of awareness that is so pure and so true and so real. And that is what's real. That is what's real, and I'm I, I'm trying to convey the 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 high vibrational frequency that's available to us every day, every moment, no matter what your circumstances are. But it takes that practice, that choice that you made that day when your friend left, 
That is the choice you have to make every day. And I could have sat there and felt sorry for myself that I was going through this thing and feeling all the uncomfortability around it. But I got blessed in that moment with such clarity of sight, such clarity of insight. Oh my God, it was so Beautiful. powerful and so, remember I said it was something I wanted to share with yeah. you and you said, don't tell me, yes, don't, don't tell, tell me. me right now. Yeah. And I thought, okay, maybe, you know, maybe that's something I'll share yeah. with our audience. So I'm sharing it as best I can. It happened a week ago, one week ago today. It's almost like it's a place. And once you've been there, now you can just go back, give it space to, you know that it's there. And so it's a template. Yeah. It's like a seed, you know, it's like it was planted in me like, I feel like spirit was saying to me, remember, Donna? Remember? This is what's real. Yeah. This is what's real. Not this other stuff. Oh, my God. I can't convey to you how little everything else mattered. Like, yeah, all the stories. I think I've certainly felt those moments in time where, I don't know, it's like walk, it's like being right in the center and everything becomes clear and all my stories and judgments and fears just drop do drop away. It's like a warm in the light type of space and I've experienced it at different points in my life and once you experience it as I'm sure audience members know you can't forget that and so when I'm not at that high of a space I'm also aware of that too and that used to pain me mm. yeah yeah you can make yourself wrong it doesn't pain me but I know there's that's when you know, I'm almost not allowed to get caught in the blame game or the woe is me or like my girlfriend likes to say, my girlfriends like to say, poor dear, when we're feeling wallowy. Oh, are you poor? Are you a poor dear? Are you poor dearing? I love that. She's a poor dear right now. Oh my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. So like I, I know it and I'm just, and I know what I'm doing because I know that space exists because I've been there and there's nothing like it. It's pure. It is light. The thing is, your free will gives you this, these choices, right? There's no judgment over whether you choose the path with the boulders and the broken glass. There really isn't. Because in either way, whichever path you choose, you know, it's like your lemons are going to be made into lemonade. So you're either learning through insight, revelation, which is the path with the rose petals, or you're learning through what I call the two-by-four method, which is getting hit over the head with a two-by-four, like learning through pain. And so you can choose either path. Either way, you're growing from glory to greater glory, meaning you're expanding in your consciousness and you're always getting better, no matter what you might think about it, no matter what other people might think about it, about you. You are yeah. always, no matter what your circumstances look like, you're always growing, you're expanding in consciousness, you're always getting better. So even if your behavior looks worse, even if you feel like you slid back, even if you, I hear people, people say, to me, I thought I dealt with that already and now it's up again. That's right. not, that's not going backwards. That's forward motion still. It's just residue at the bottom of the bucket that needs to come up. That's all it is. You're just, you know, fine tuning. Or even like when that stuff happens to me, when it comes up now, also, you know, from looking into that of like, why is that coming up again? Now I can go, oh, I already dealt with that. Thanks. And I let it, it's easier mm -hmm. to let it go. Mm. Oh, I already dealt with this. I'm not doing mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that's great. So mm -hmm. it's like a shadow of itself. That sure. Appears. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's in the field. Yeah. 
the power, you know, the power we have is unbelievable. Yeah. It's beyond what you can even imagine, you know. And I say that because when we're feeling crappy, we tend to think that we don't have power over it, you know. That oh, we're just yeah. sort of, well, this happened, so, you know. You know, this circumstance is happening. It looks bad. And so we're justified, right, in in feeling whatever we feel. And there are there really is no judgment. I want to say that. I know I, we're talking about uh, living it up. That's the point of this whole podcast. But there is no judgment about which path you take. It's all, literally, it's all good, okay? If we are one, I, you know, I'm doing that. I've done that too in my life. Yeah, we all have. We're trying to just stay on the path. This helps, this reminds me, us doing these talks, um, I find it empowering to be like, okay, that's right. If you, you know, you have to walk the walk and it, it's a gentle, it's a beautiful reminder to be mindful of my choices. Yeah. And it comes down to, I always talk about the power of decision. Mm -hmm. You know, when you make a decision and you're truly made a decision, you're going to have what you've decided. You're going to have the experience you decided. You're going to create what you want to create when you use the power of decision. So we're not powerless. So if you have a moment or you're in a situation where you feel powerless, you feel like you're out of control or whatever, there's some things you can know in those moments, which is you have power, okay? Yeah. You can choose which path, how you're going to experience whatever your circumstances are, right? You can choose to go down the path of, well, this is hard, this sucks, this is bad, this shouldn't have happened, this is a mistake, this is wrong, this is painful, this is suffering, this is, you know, that path. You have choice. Or you can choose, wait a minute, I have choice. I don't, One little choice. One little choice. One little boop. Let me just boop. Go yeah. that way. Yeah. Just choose the other path. Jump over on the other path now. One choice. It takes one second to make that choice. Okay? And you can say, you know what? I don't deserve to suffer. I don't deserve to lack, to feel crappy right now. That is not destined for you. Nothing that happens is to is made for you to suffer. That's never the point of your circumstances. Your circumstances are co-created by you through your matrix of beliefs. Okay? So whatever you're believing, you know, then that's what outpictures. You have choice though. So when it happens, you can jump on the other path. You can say no, like you said, not today. Not today. Remember you said on one of your one of the other uh, podcasts that you had in uh, the morning. Yeah, the barrage. Yeah, not today. Not okay. today. That's a choice. That's a decision. Now that was a strong decision. Not today. Okay. Didn't say well maybe. You weren't waffling no. about it. No. You said not today. That's a no, right? So. You can say to your circumstances, you know what? They are what they are, but I am growing from glory to greater glory. I am choosing the light. I am choosing to feel good about me right now. I am choosing to allow myself to feel good because nobody wins when you don't. No. There's no payoff. No. You know? So... I mean, there's been times when it's, you know, especially when I was younger and I was still, you know, I was an emotional kid. I was born serious, turning into the child. Um, 
really serious pain and I remember at points starting to make these choices and just saying I don't have to live like this and I need a break from this pain I need I need a break and by the way I don't know what to do can you throw me a rope like throw me throw you know help I need help and so asking for help and at times prior to that I was afraid to ask for help because what if that help didn't show up and then I was really alone like that's uh, part of that pathos mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so asking for help for me like sometimes I still forget to do it it's like I don't know what to do in this situation but I'm feeling pain and I know there's a way out of this amen help me well that was a power see that's a belief that you have that actually works for you. It I does. know there's a way out of this, a better way. Yes. A better way. And, you know, I'm I'm feeling like there's something I'm supposed to say here around, you know, there are people on the planet right now who don't see a way out. For sure. They don't see a way out, and they feel like there is no other way out other than to check out. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, and Katie's here to tell you, there is another, there's way, another way, and there is support and, you know, there is another way to view all of your circumstances. There's another way to view you. There's a no, another way to view the world. And, you know, the world is filled with all kinds of stuff. But that doesn't mean you have to go up and down like a roller coaster. Yeah. You, you have choice to stay in the light at all times. And the power that you have to stay in the light, the reason why that's so powerful is because then, when you're walking in the light, you will be your most beneficial presence yeah. on the planet. So if you're feeling like powerless because there's stuff going on in other parts of the world that you don't feel like you have control over, your best weapon is to stay in the light. Yeah. Because when you stay in the light, you will transmute the negativity, at least in your corner of the world, and because we're all connected, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. I believe it makes a difference. So stay in the light. Don't go down into the doldrums or in the pits. That You can't serve in that place. You know, your, your healing power lies in you staying in the light. And know that the light is way, way, way more powerful than the dark. The light, one droplet of light will dissipate the darkness. Yeah. Okay? So you standing in the light is really important. And that's why we do this podcast, because yeah. we are, you know, we're working on ourselves. We're not perfect, you know, but we have tools and we use those tools on a regular basis to, to scale that mountain and stay on that mountain as long as possible, you know, can, and be as consistent as possible with that. Yeah. And, and not only do we benefit, obviously our life gets more technicolor, you know, like brighter and more beautiful and more good is it being experienced and the on a daily basis. And the magic that happens, the right. serendipity, the timing, it's, yeah, like I really life. know when the vibes are high and then they stay yeah. consistent and the people that come into my life, the phone call that I get, the timing, it's just, it's feels like a miracle. Well, we, right. And it, it feels like a miracle, but you know, it says love begets love, right? Yeah. Light begets light. So when you're in the light, you experience everything that's of the light. Yeah. And even if something dark walked in, in other words, like some negative situation appeared in your life, your light being so strong would dissipate it. You would not have, you wouldn't be in the doldrums. You wouldn't go to the other path. You would choose to stay in the light. And, or, and for me at times, it's like, 
feeling that sort of darkness. And then I, I go over there. I'll leave. I'll pick up my dog and walk in a different direction. Or, you know, just, oh, I'm not even going to play with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, um, which I did when I was younger. I would test and, you know, oh, it'll be fine. Or, like, no. I have a hard no sometimes. I'm like, I'm, gone. I'm out. So I'm not denying all negativity. Absolutely not. That's impossible. You know, we're living in this world. Um, and like you said earlier, it's an all an opportunity. And I feel that way. And I feel empowered by keeping my vibration in the yeah. midst of. But sometimes it's just a hard no. Yeah, I, you're reminding me of a story I want to share. Um, in 2016, I was working for Hillary, you know, uh, on the campaign. And part of what I was doing was, you know, I was on all the social media platforms doing communications, right? And I came across this thread where somebody was trashing her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like really trashing oh, her. Sure. And um, I had had experiences where I tried to engage with people and it just got ugly, right? Yeah. Because I couldn't stay in my light. Right. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I didn't realize that I could stay in my light and I didn't realize that I could, um, that the light was stronger than the dark. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't. So, but on this particular occasion, I remembered and there was a guy who was on the thread. <laughs> yeah. And it changed me. Yeah, it really yeah. did wake me up a lot. Um, there was a guy I had went on his Facebook page and I could see he had pictures of like, it was horrible. It was horrifying, literally horrifying. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to give the details, but it was bad. And um, I'm like, wow, okay. He's racist. He's homophobic. Uh, he's filled with hate, you know, all of these things. And he was calling Hillary every name in the book, right? Yeah. So I started to engage with him. Now, you know, like I said, if you want to avoid negativity, you don't engage in these conversations, yeah. right? If you're not strong in your light, don't engage in these conversations. Yeah. But I was strong in my light and I remembered, okay? So somehow we started talking and I told him and I said, well, why do you hate Hillary? And he was you know, giving me these whatever uh, explanations. And somehow I just got really vulnerable. He said, well, why do you like her? You know, so I told Thank him, you for asking. yeah, I told him that I had met her many times and what my experience was. And I could tell him he was listening a little, like, I don't know. I could just feel him listening anyway. Um, and then he started to get really angry and started to say horrible things again. And I decided just to be human with him. And I, and I said to him, listen, I, um, I'm just curious, you know, I, I just want to know, like, why don't you like, you know, what happened? Like, what happened? Why are, why don't you like black people? Why don't you like, you know, women? Why don't you, you know, I just really kind of got into the conversation with him. He ended up revealing to me that he was in the, he had been in the foster system. Oh, wow. He said, I said, did your, I said, did your, were your parents, did your parents like, were they like this? And he said, I didn't have parents, mm. right? And then he started to tell me all about the foster system. 
Is this going through writing? He was, yeah, all in the mess. The thread was long, like it just kept going. And um, he told me about the foster system and what he had endured and that nobody had adopted him and nobody, and all this stuff. And I just said to him, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you went through that. I'm so sorry that you, you know, that you, um, you know, that, it, that you felt like nobody loved you. And I said, because I can tell that underneath all this stuff, you're really a good guy. Like you're, you're a good person. Yeah. And all of a sudden the whole tone of the thread changed. Okay. This horrible, I mean, if you could have seen what was on his Facebook page, dark. Oh, I mean, the worst, right? And the things he was saying. I mean, you would have run for the hills. You know, anyone would have run for the hills. Yeah. And, um, but something just kept me in that conversation. In the end, I'm gonna, I mean, he whole tone changed. He was then polite and respectful to me. Because he was calling me names in the beginning, too. And then... Um, at the end, he goes, I'm going to look into the, I'm going to look into reading more about Hillary. That's what he said. <laughs> I was That's like, huge. I mean, this was a white supremacist yeah. who was filled with hate and anger and rage and blame, who hated the world, was blaming other people for his pain. Oh, yeah. And by the end of the conversation, because I didn't get lured into it, because I chose to see him as whole, perfect, and complete, as a child of God. And I stayed in there and I met him where he was. There was a major transformation in that guy. And then we stayed in touch. He actually messaged me wow. a few times and all this stuff. And it was always nice. That happened. After that, that happened all the time. I didn't You avoid... learned through that how powerful it was. Wow. That's the thing. It's experiential. You had the, that deep experience. Yeah. And you can't forget that. No, you just, you, no matter how many things they say about you, no matter what the names are they call you, you just, you know, you just allow it to burn off in like a cauldron. I think, I picture a cauldron of fire right in front of me, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever they say goes into the cauldron. It just burns off. It doesn't touch me because it's not about me. It's not about me. I'm not going to make it about me. I'm not going to go, oh, he called me this, that, and everything. Who cares? That's about where he is. That's about the pain he's feeling that he's trying to get rid of by putting it on me. He's trying to point it at me, you know, to get rid of some of it or whatever. Maybe it's a call for, you know, that's, that's the, like the life one-on-one of it, Mm -hmm. right? When you're blaming, pointing, putting, blaming, nobody's doing anything to you. Yeah. A Course of Miracles says everything is either an act of love or a call for love. And when you, when you can remember that in the moment, no matter, you know, you could have a close friend who all of a sudden turns on you and, you know, starts saying this and that about you. It's not about you. Yeah. It's not that you can't, maybe it is something that you can take from it and learn and grow with, but you still don't have to make yourself wrong or bad or go into the doldrums. You can say, okay, you can choose the path with the rose petals. You can say, okay, this is happening. You don't have to resist anything. Resistance is painful. Painful. All resistance is painful, so just allow, okay? Whatever's happening, allow. Allow allow my dog to bark his head off in the other room. We allowed it, right? We just, we don't resist, we just allow, we trust. And now look at him, he's like a little angel just sitting. 
<laughs> I wish you could see what we're seeing right now. Oh, oh my God. Anyway, um, the point is you always have that path. So if somebody very close to you, you know, turns on you, then you just allow whatever they're saying to burn into the cauldron in front of you, burn off. It's not about you. Don't let it touch you. Don't take it on. Don't it's make hard. it mean something. It can be hard. Don't yeah. like, oh, I'm hurt now. It's not about you. Yeah. Be the light. Stand in the light. Know that this person is probably, it's a call for love. It right? Is a call for love. So you can say to them, I'm so sorry. Even if you didn't do, feel like you did anything wrong, what's wrong with saying you're sorry? I don't find any problem with that. Say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's so hard to see you in this much pain. Yeah. You know, what do you need from me? Mm. Listen, then listen. Okay. Even if they're ugly communicators, you know what I call it, like where they're messy communicators and they're blaming, blaming, blaming. It's okay. It's okay. We're all, we've all been there. We've all been messy communicators. Sure. Okay. We're all learning. We're all growing. You know, be the light. Choose the light. Mm. Choose the rose petals. Don't go there. Don't jump on the path with the broken glass and the boulders. You don't have to. You have choice. Stay in the light. Be the place of love. Show them unconditional love because love heals everything. It really does. You know, this guy was a white supremacist. When I showed him a little love, the good came out in him. And it was right there. It didn't, it wasn't that hard, honestly. Yeah. But he was, he was putting all these pictures and images up on Facebook to protect himself. You know, then he looked like, he looked evil. I mean, yeah. on every level. And, um, but I, I know that this is how, you know, how we can heal ourselves and heal other people and how we can, how we really can have an impact on the world and how, how one person can make a difference. It's just these little choices every day. Don't get lured in by other people's hate. Well, practice that, what you're talking about, because as you're saying it, like, I've experienced that where I, you know, it's a good day. Everything has come together and having my back, I feel supported, I feel connected, and I experience that. Like, coming at, let's say I'm at the Rite Aid and I've got someone sort of nastiness coming at me. I don't know what's going on with them, but I'm like, this cannot hurt me. And I'm also going to give you a little love right now. Amen. And you see it change in front of you. So it's a, yeah. like practice it. Yes. Play it's with it. Fascinating. It is fascinating. And you realize, and oh my power. God, this is powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. And then you don't feel helpless and you don't feel disempowered. And you don't feel like, oh, the world's a mess and I can't do anything about it. You actually can in your corner of the world and with the people in your life. You can stay in the light. You can choose the light. And it's so powerful when you do. I mean, what and if everybody did? What if everybody... Oh, it just started... And that's why we're doing and this then program. We, and then we tip the scales. That's it. And, and this is about tools so you know how. Yeah. And that you're not expected... Look, you are going to get onto the mountain, and then you're going to slide back down a little bit. Okay? And you're going to go, oh, right? Sure. But then you have choice again. Then, you know, the skill, the skill set is... How to get back on the mountain when you slide back down. Yeah. How now to, how, how do I say this? Don't allow yourself to suffer. Don't allow yourself to stay in pain unnecessarily. You don't deserve it. You deserve to be in the light. You're here to be in the light. You're here to experience the amazing, amazing world that we live in. 
no matter what you think, this place is a blessing. And it's not because I'm lucky, okay? Yeah. I'm not just lucky, okay? I have been, I have been in the darkness. I have dealt with darkness in my own life. But I have also learned that I was at choice and that I could choose, you know, through my consciousness, I could choose which path. I could choose my reactions and my responses. I'm not perfect at it at all. My wife will tell you that. <laughs> if you want proof of that, okay. I will have her come in and tell you. So, you know, I can get into reactionary mode. I can do all of that stuff, but I don't stay there long. I catch myself quickly, you know, and I scale that mountain as fast as I can. Yeah. I use the tools, which is just, you know, letting go, letting go of the way you're thinking, letting go of being right, letting go of, you know, your ideas that this is wrong, this shouldn't be happening, this is bad. You know what? It's happening. It is what it is. Now respond, you know, the definition of responsibility is the ability to respond in accordance to the truth, with a capital T, okay? So responsibility is the ability to respond in accordance to the truth with a capital T. So instead of reacting, this is bad, this is this shouldn't be happening, oh, oh, oh like you know, like you're getting punched in the stomach all the time. You know, it's okay, you can react, but just catch yourself and go, oh, there's me reacting. I don't need to do that. Okay. Um, wait a minute. Okay, what is the truth about this? This is happening, so this is intent, you know, this is supposed to be happening. Don't resist. Now, choose the light. Choose another way to say, this is, no matter what it looks like, no matter what circumstances are happening, this is for me. This is for me, because the universe is always, always, always for you, no matter what you think about it. It may not be the way you want it to look. It may not be going down the way you think it should be going down, or maybe something's happening you think it shouldn't be happening. I'm here to tell you it is for you. So get with that thought. You know, that thought will immediately put you on the rose petal path. Hmm. Okay, this is for me. I don't have to understand it all right now. I don't have to know how it's even for me. I just have to trust that it is. So um, that, is, that is a key element, you know, to getting out of the low vibrational field and entering into the higher vibrational fields. It's knowing that everything is for you. It's not meant as a curse or a suffering. That it's been co-created through your matrix of your beliefs. And I'm not saying that to blame you or be hard on you, but take responsibility. Because I wonder if we don't somehow, it, these, this, these patterns, mm -hmm. they circle around and they give you an opportunity to do it differently. And yep. then you don't do it differently and the opportunity comes back and maybe yep. it gets a little deeper yep. and then it comes back and then you get a little bit more mad and mm -hmm. you're just, and then it does compound because it's energy and it's drawing mm -hmm. it in. Yeah. And then we say, I don't want this anymore. Why does this happen to me? Why is this my journey? Right. It's because we get stuck or feeling in these victimhood loops. You're feeling victimy. Oh, for sure. You know, like, I can't have what I want. Or, you know, this is happening again. See, you know, I don't just, you know, whatever it is. It all, feeds the narrative. All of that it will is, happen. It'll continue. And it's going to come up until you address it and go, wait a minute. I've been buying into a lie. 
Yeah. I've been repeating this story over and over and over again, and it's playing out in my life. And it's not make, there to make you suffer. It's there to wake you up. It's there to get you to make a different choice, to think differently, to let go of those old patterns of thinking and old beliefs that cause you low vibrational feelings in the world and then cause you to have experiences, you know, like attracts like that brings you more pain. So realize if you're in pain that you have choice, you can let go of all the ways, all the thinking that has brought you down. Here's a rule of thumb. If you have a thought that brings you down, it's a lie. It's, it may be your truth with a small T, but it's not the truth with a capital T. It's not the truth in the universe. So you don't have to hold on to it. Let go of every single thought, idea, belief you have that brings you down. Let it go. Write it out on a piece of paper if you have to. Take a look at it. I always tell my clients, write it down and then label the paper. These are the lies that I've believed. <laughs> These are the lies that I've been fueling my whole life. These are the lies I've used as excuses burn it. to feel crap. Write it down, burn it up. Write it down. All of it doesn't matter. None of it is the truth. Who you are, that is awesome. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That you are perfect. You are whole. You are complete. You are made of the light. You are the light. Choose the light, stay in the light, do whatever you have to do to scale that mountain, get to the hundred, allow it, allow yourself to dwell and live in the light because that is magnificent. And you too will be crying tears of gratitude for what really is, what the truth of your life is. You're, the stories, they're not the truth. They're just things passing through your awareness. They're temporary, they're not who you are. And you can bring heaven to earth right now by choosing the path with the rose petals and not the boulders and the broken glass. And I just want to thank you for all for watching. We, I so appreciate all the people that have sent us messages and have thanked us for doing this podcast. And we're so grateful you're watching. Keep watching. Share it with your friends. And we are here, you know, to make a difference, you know, to really show you another way, you know, so that you can live your most, your highest vibrational life, your best life, and not waste this, because this place is magnificent. Don't waste a minute feeling crappy. Mm. It doesn't serve, honest to God, it doesn't. Live your best life. You have time. I don't care if you're 90, you have time. If you catch what we're saying right now, and you scale that mountain to the 100, and you live that, that's a template that will go with you forever. Okay? Yeah. And into the next vibration, into the next experience. Absolutely. So if you have any questions or you want, um, you know, you just want to comment or, you know, feel free to do it here on this post. But you can also reach out to me in my office. Um, my number is 818-904-6840. It'll be on the screen. You'll see it. Uh, my email, you can send me emails, questions, whatever, to you will heal at AOL.com. Stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> I know what you have to say about AOL, but it's my best friend. I love when someone has God in AOL. AOL or a Yahoo. I'm like, yes. Yes. And my website, uh, www.blogspot.com. Uh, www Check it out. There's uh, lots of stuff on there. I've written a zillion blogs over the years. And 
and it's all there to help you raise your own vibration and live your best life. And uh, until the next time, you know, we wish you the, the best, the high vibrational life that you truly deserve. Be welcome.